new wave, new week, new episode. This is your girl, Amazing J. And I am Spud. And you are listening to Culture and Things, the podcast. So sit down, relax, and turn it up, because we got shit to talk about. Yep, yep. episode of culture and things the podcast i am your host spud and i'm amazing jay and this week episode we're going to be talking about black marketing and that'll be later on in the episode uh what black marketing is basically how these big companies are marketing towards black people so we're going to talk about that later and it is the first episode of black history month so definitely going to be dropping some facts throughout this month and let's open up the show with one the super soaker that was invented by, by a black man and appra- apparently in 2003 he he won a uh, $73 million sell- settlement for unpaid royalties. Mm-hmm. The inventor name was Lonnie Johnson. Yep. And I thought that was pretty cool. And I was and I was wondering why I was saying it. But then I realized Black History Month. Shout out That's to him. That's real cool. Um, the thing we did at my, my job, mm-hmm. um, we had a Black History Month. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Potluck. Um, but what we did with that as well was we had like a black history month calendar mm-hmm. where we, we told stories of unfamous inventors that invented things that we use in every day. Um, and he was one of them that we did. Really? Yeah. You still got the information. I think we should highlight that. Bring on some more people. Yeah. It's on my work computer. But yeah. I, have uh, it. I thought, I forgot who was that that said about the whole Rosa Parks situation, how she wasn't the first. She wasn't. It was, I, she was on there too. Yeah. Okay. It was so like, you, the girl was on there? Yeah. Okay. So it's we'll, a younger, we'll, uh, we'll bring it up on yeah. the next episode. So yeah. So we'll definitely be talking about that. So tune in to the next episode and um, let's get into it, man. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday was yesterday. Yeah. And- congratulations to the Kansas City, Missouri Chiefs. <laughs> they yes. won that good old Super Bowl 50 years since they won. I like how you put that emphasis on Kansas City, Yeah, and City, I'll explain Missouri. why. But yeah, they definitely won. The score was 31 to 20. They won against um, the 49ers. Um, and it was very interesting game. It was pretty much one-sided. Right. The first half, the 49ers was pretty much killing it. And like the Chiefs fashion, they come through on the fourth quarter stressed me out they did it was, um, it was a stressful game but kudos to them man they they came back when the fourth started i believe the score was 7 20 and 17 i, I guess that's like a, a missouri thing because that's how the cardinals is cardinals wait until like the seventh inning and the one is start sparking the blues do that doing, sometimes too yeah like we, wait until we the really last like, end, we like we like to stress our folks out man <laughs> but kudos to missouri we have both the stanley cup and the super bowl now so that's gonna be lit man and it, it was a lot of all we gotta do is for our, our cardinals to come on and win it hey we'll see man when that world series and we be set um so yeah that was really interesting halftime show shakira and j-lo performed it was cool Uh, here's my thing i did not i kept asking i was like is that the same shakira from back in the day and then she performed the song i was like yo she looked like she like 28 years old maybe 30 she just ages well i don't think she like 60 but i'm she's like in her 40s so the thing was one was 43 and the other one was 50 i don't know she ain't no damn 50. I'm telling you, that's what they I'm, said. I think she's she's early 40s. I'm feeling good. Because she started out young. She started out like, I want to say late teens, but definitely early 20s when she came out. Um, But I don't think she's 40. Uh, I know J-Lo is close to 40. Shakira's 53. I mean, 43. Uh-huh. So that means J-Lo 50. Oh, you were saying, I thought you were saying you got two stories saying Shakira was. No, no I was saying one of them was Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, J-Lo is definitely 50. I think she did just turn 50. Yep, 50 that's, I mean, they was rocking it out. That's amazing, man. Hey, listen. Shaking and grooving. I thought it was really cool. The little girl that was singing was, was J-Lo's daughter. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. It was a cool little show. Within that show, uh, 
the Carters was there representing. Yeah, um, they were at the Super Bowl. Um, Demi Demi Lovato. Kevin Hart was down there too. I seen him. Meek Mill. Uh, Desi Bank was there too. Meek Mill was there. Cardi B Offset um was really? there. Yeah, I must have missed those. Ray Shimmer was there. A lot of famous people. Um, speaking of the Carters, um, it was uh backlash. I don't even know if it's really backlash, but basically, folks, some, some folks shade. was upset because b um jay-z and blue ivy sat on while the national anthem was saying and there was a little salt being thrown around because somebody tweeted uh beyonce jay-z and blue ivy sit down during national anthem at super bowl and somebody was like i thought we were past kneeling though and kaepernick and his girlfriend nessa shared it or retweeted it or put it on their insta story um so they f- obviously feel some type of way I and mean, if you don't know the backstory when jay-z started his partnership mm-hmm. with the nfl they did like a conference and they kind of brought it up i have a clip of what he said oh you do so you can get a better understanding of maybe why they may feel salty um so here's that clip okay i think we passed kneeling <laughs> Yeah, I think it's time to go into uh, actionable items. I think everyone knows what the issue is, <laughs> and we're we're done with that. We 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 everyone knows what the we. You know what the issue is? You know why we were kneeling? Okay. Do you know the issue? Yeah. Do you know the issue? Yes. We all know the issue now. Okay. Next. Where are we moving on next? And I'm not again. So to be clear, for the room. I'm not minimizing that part of it because that has to happen. That's a necessary part of the process. But now we all know what's going on. What are we going to do? How are we going to stop? Because the kneeling was not about a job. It was about injustice. Let me bring attention to injustice. Everyone's saying, how are you going forward? And Cap doesn't have a job. This wasn't about him having a job. So, yeah, that's a little backstory. Um why they're saying you know because he said we're past the kneeling um my opinion on this i feel like cap and his camp may have took that the wrong way i what i took from what jay-z said was we're past the kneeling it's time to do something is what's next like what what is our we kneeled now what what is the next action that we're going to do to accomplish what this initially kneeling was for and i don't think it was a shot at cap also what he said the whole purpose of him kneeling wasn't for him to get a job because when he kneeled he had a job um so i don't know how the narrative changed from police brutality to oh we now we need to give cap a job so i don't understand where the shade is from i feel like by jay-z being in this position partnering with the nfl i feel like that was cap's opportunity to partner continue to partner with jay-z and do something bigger um and i think now the narrative is washed watered down it turned from being this really powerful thing to now it's lackluster and everybody's confused as what the point is at this point Blackluster. Yeah. I don't have to Google that. <laughs> I'm just, I, I just feel like I 100% agree with Jay-Z. We lost the train of where this was going. Uh, I know a lot of folks was upset about Jay-Z doing this partnership with the NFL. And at the end of the day, where are we going from here? The NFL is not going anywhere, right? right? Now we need to get ourselves in position to where we can change the narrative. And now you have a say-so when you get there. We're the minority, if not, if that. You know what I'm saying? So you need you need to get in a position to get us to where we have a voice in the fight. I don't disagree with what Jay-Z did with the partnership. And let's be honest, y'all black asses were still watching the NFL even after you guys were supposed to be so-called, unquote, boycotting yeah. it. So the way way the Internet works is, oh, we're going to be mad at the moment. And then after the time passed, we just going to forget about it and go back. Because it was like as soon as that next season started, Everybody was back watching the NFL. Exactly. And and with this whole now the narrative change from police brutality to Cap getting a job, that whole stunt he pulled when they was doing them interviews with the NFL, some of the NFL teams, that kind of like, okay, I'm done with the whole charade. At this point, what what are you doing it for? What is your reason? Is your reason still the same? Right. Now that your position has changed. It went now, from, I think it went from being selfless to selfish because it's like all right i I, i'm being selfless by bringing justice to everybody else but now i'm fired it's like hold up now i gotta think about myself i totally agree um again you can't just kneel and leave it at kneeling it's like 
you gotta get within the, you gotta get your hands and things like it's just like with Kanye West and Trump everybody turned on Kanye West when he gave Trump the opportunity to meet and discuss things no one wanted to meet with Trump to discuss things but it's like how can you fix something if you don't want to meet or work with the person that's to fix the shit that you're trying to fix so with Jay-Z working with the NFL I definitely believe is a good move because now even if they don't like black folks you still got this dude this black dude in there working making sure that they're standing on what their what the issues was i mean i think it definitely was a power move and when he had that press conference he made them come to him they were at rock nation so if i just feel like he like people were so mad at jay-z y'all didn't even give him a chance or, or hear him out to see what what his reasoning for working with the NFL was, what his plans are, y'all just automatically shut it down. Yep. And so the first thing they said was, "Why well, ain't talked to Kaepernick about it?" Like, I don't have to. Exactly. I don't work for Cap. Um, on that. Oh yeah. Got some more about the Super Bowl. Yeah, because uh, before the Super Bowl, of course, like all people that's winning, they decided to bring up uh, Patrick Mahomes old tweets and even don't know patrick mahone is the quarterback of the super of bowl the, championship team the chiefs and so it was saying that nfl star patrick mahomes is canceled by black people after defending george zimmerman in old tweets so one of the tweets saying stop resisting or assaulting a cop hashtag real cops and the other one this guy said this case was absolutely horrible tragedy however there was no criminal activity that occurred hashtag zimmerman trial and patrick mahone answered by saying no one knows what actually happens which is why he is not guilty but a crime could have occurred so again there's no defending George Zimmerman in neither of these tweets that I just read. And these are pure facts. Like everybody like to say, oh, they resisting with because they getting their rights violated. And it's like, nah, nah. It's a it's a, a downward spiral with that. And again, I don't even know why they even brought up the whole stop resisting or assaulting a cop. George Zimmerman ain't a fucking cop. So that whole debacle, that was just stupid with the case of George Zimmerman. He's saying basically we'll never know what happened because it was only two people there and one of the people that died. So they can't hear it from both sides of the story. So I just, I just don't like that whole situation where... The internet like to go and dig up old shit to bring somebody down when they in the spotlight for something. Just like with Kobe Bryant passing, a motherfucker couldn't wait to bring up his his rape allegation case. This lady, Candela Brown, had tweeted saying, I'm sad for Kobe's family, but also sad for his rape victim who now gets to see her rapist celebrate for days on end. And I'm like, this is... Not even a fucking full 48 hours of this man being announced dead. She fucking tweets this and just leave it at that. And everybody, of course she deleted it, but everybody got at her like, yo, you filed for that. And people was actually, it was just like so much disrespect going around Kobe. Like, of course, it was the whole gift going around saying, do the Kobe challenge and it was a Grand Theft Auto clip of the helicopters crashing into the mountains. What? Yeah, like fucking these people are ruthless. And then somebody made a status. Let me see if I can find it. But it was just saying basically, oh, Kobe Bryant died. And it was like, great, another way for black men to not, not be in their kids' lives. And I was just like, who the fuck are these people to wait clean until a motherfucker died to start talking shit about them again? Y'all had nine plus years to bring up his allegations and again he it was a a trial that was thrown out and i i researched it and looked into it so the case was thrown out because the the lady who was accusing him didn't want to go to trial none of the evidence added up so when she went and got tested 
with for the rape case they said they found a, a, a caucasian man's semen in the drawers that she had on and pews from a caucasian man and her response was oh i must have uh grabbed a pair of dirty under underwear from the uh, laundry basket it's- yeah and i'm like and yet y'all still sitting here saying oh he was a rapist but the fact is you had a young lady taking advantage of a basketball player who was married and trying to extort him for money. Cause then they're going to bring up the, he apologized afterwards. And I'm like, he apologized cause he a public figure. So therefore he's going to apologize because of his image, but he never admitted to being guilty of anything. He just apologized for the situation. And I was just like, yeah, that's I don't know, people are foul. And that really, really pissed me off. Yeah, because it's also a a comedian. I never really heard of him, but his name is Ari Schaefer. They was dragging him because he made this video after uh, the news about Kobe got out. I'll play it for you. I gotta hear that. Kobe Bryant is a god. I'm here in Charlotte, the home of the team that originally drafted him. Uh, maybe he wouldn't have raped that chicken Denver if he had been if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. But anyway, the point is. It's like, hey guys, I know this. So he, so some people went in on him. Did you get it? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. Um, so he said, every time a beloved celebrity dies, I post something, some horrible shit about them. I've been doing it for years now. I like destroying gods. And right when a famous person dies, they're at their most worshipped. So as a response to all the outpouring of sympathy on social media, I post something vile. It's just a joke. I don't really hate any of the people. Some of them I've never even heard of, and I have to look them up after I see all the RIP posts. Some of them I actually really admire, and I'm bummed they're past. It doesn't stop me from trying as quickly as I can to write some terrible shit about them. They're all just jokes, though, and I would never tag anyone in them that's all that's at all associated with the person i'm not looking to hurt anyone's hurt any anybody mourning a loved one just looking to post some inappropriate jokes from my fans they come to expect it from me a lot of times i suddenly get a bunch of tweets saying where's your so-and-so tweet about some person i didn't know had died yet if i have time i rush to my computer to get something out sometimes i'm too busy but sometimes i got the three to ten minutes i'm willing to take for the project and then I and then once I post it, most of my followers laugh. Sometimes they they ain't great, and I get a lot of swing and a miss comments. The best they are, I'm sorry, the better they are, and more people like them. Some of them start reposting it, and a handful of the of their followers get angry, and the rest of us watch the anger and have a good laugh at the troll. You the troll, so I'm not gonna even give even read it more. So I don't I don't get the joke. I don't get the comedy. Uh, I never heard of him before, I guess, because that's not my thing. I don't know why making fun of someone who has passed or saying horrible things about someone who has passed right, is up funny. On him. That's um, with Kobe, this case was in 2003, so over 10 years right. that this has happened, and I don't know why this is your go-to. And I know... Some people said that that journalist had been assaulted herself, but what, they got to do what does that have to do with him? I feel like in the saying, like, oh, if you don't have anything nice to say, doesn't don't say anything at all applies to this situation. Like it wasn't necessary. It didn't need to be said. Yeah, I just feel like it's ridiculous. Like you need to take accountability for trying to bring somebody down that has passed is what I get from it. Because he had since moved on from that and has had no, this from 2003 people, like, I don't get why this is even a conversation. So I think it's ridiculous. And in other sports news, uh, I know we, I think I mentioned in the last episode that uh, Dwight Howard was going to be a part of the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's sad because he was saying that he wanted to ask Kobe to be in the in his performance at the dunk contest. So I'm kind of upset about that. Uh, but my man Aaron Gordon coming back to the dunk contest. 
So he's going to be a part of it. And I'm excited, man, because I felt like Aaron Gordon was robbed of that that last one, man. Because I get it. The first one, it was it was just like both of them was good. But, of course, uh, Zach ended up doing that dunk, which in the second one, he started off with that dunk. And I was like, how can y'all say he's the winner when he's repeating dunks? Aaron Gordon literally sat down, took the ball under the booty cheeks, over a, a rotating dude on a fucking, uh, what is those things? The little, what is what is those called? The, they not segways, the little uh, hoverboard, over the hoverboard, and he still lost. I was like, that's crazy. And then, of course, people on Twitter was like, oh, Y'all talking about Zach and Aaron being the greatest dunk competition. And, of course, they brought up the Jordan competition where he – no, first they brought up Vince Carter. And then people in the comments brought up the Jordan one. I was like, yeah, first off, Vince Carter' basic dunk was putting his arm in the rim, and that's how he won. That – it's been elevated since then. Again, this man had a mascot rotating – on a hoverboard and he dunked over him grabbed the ball out the hand dunked over him while sitting in the air it's like come on man hands down the greatest dunk contest ever they actually announced uh some other random dude i don't know who he was but he played on the milwaukee bucks crazy speaking of vince carter and i think i i think i may have mentioned this but vince carter has moved up to third on the all-time games playlist. Uh, so he now has 1,523. Beating out Dirk Nowinski, who has 1,522. So he's now number three. Who do you think two and one is? The most games played? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I doubt if you get these. Uh, so number two is, of course, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with okay. 1,560. And... A guy named Robert Parrish has 1,611 games played. So, I don't, I never So, heard. is this Vince last year or we don't know? I don't know, man. Hey, we. Yeah, I mean, it's 82 games a season. So, I mean, uh, if you want to beat that record, you got to push it. But, uh, but he wouldn't play all those games because he's not a starter, right? No, nah, he'll still play. Whether he's starting or not, he'll still be playing. But yeah, yeah no, so everybody on the bench don't get on. You didn't even tell the the great listeners out there about your boy, uh, President Donald Trump. Hey, I just looked at that. Don't call him my boy. <laughs> um, when I so speak, let's go back to the Super Bowl real quick. So of course we told you that the Kansas City Chiefs from Kansas City, Missouri won the Super Bowl and the reason I specify the state is because um your president Donald Trump tweeted congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great game and a fantastic comeback under immense pressure you represent the great state of Kansas and in fact the entire U.S. so very proud our country is proud of you um he then tried to post and delete and then edit it to where it says the great state of missouri fam it's twitter once you it's owner it's owner i don't get it people trying to make excuses well there is a kansas city kansas and a kansas city missouri i understand that and i get a regular person may make that mistake but if you are the president of the united states and you're going to tweet something you need a fact check for you, you tweet it i don't understand you. why he doesn't have a team that is <laughs> controlling his twitter by now it is beyond ridiculous the crap that comes out of his twitter fingers like he needs to stay the freak off of the internet so since we still talking about it let, let, let's, ah, let's talk about how this, the 76ers was was no, already not the 76ers oh, oh lord the 49ers <laughs> sorry let's take them back to fourth quarter uh 11 minutes and 57 so the beginning seconds. of the fourth quarter <laughs> they they scored a touchdown and the 49ers yeah the 49ers scored the touchdown to take the score up to 20 and 10 and when i say the whole defensive team 
posted up at the end zone and took a picture as if they already won. Like that's a championship pose right there. You could put this on a, a photo on a canvas and hang it up on your wall. That's championship material. The fact that in the picture it says fourth quarter, 11 <laughs> minutes and 57. Y'all only winning by 10, bruh. <laughs> And I think that they was already celebrating like they and they had they had this game in the bag. Um, everybody counted them out. Like even um, I, I, I'm gonna be like, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, man, yeah, this over. I was nervous. I was um, nervous. But I also didn't watch a lot of the games. And, um, and I'm not going to sit and act like I'm a diehard football fan. Or So your boy, uh, Shannon Sharp, he, he tweets, Niners win, Debo is the MVP. He's balling out. And this is him predicting the outcome. And of course me, I said, update, Niners lost by 11. He posted a pic time about some, because people kept asking him what you think about my home. And he going to talk about some, he's still my homeboy. It was somebody photoshopped a picture of him holding up a sign saying he's still my homeboy. <laughs> but yeah, I just like, I, I did count the, the Chiefs out, man. I did count them out. I was but, nervous. Yeah, apparently all season, that's what they do. They come, they the fourth the fourth quarter comeback kings. And they've been doing that all season, uh, stressing out their fans. But if you are an active watcher, you, you're kind of used to it. You have that faith, oh, fourth quarter, they're going to come back. And they did just that, man. I was really nervous. They The offensive line was playing like crap the first half. It was just that constant, oh, my God, he's going to get sacked. He had to do a lot of running. Are we still talking sports? Because I got some other stuff to bring up too. Yeah, go ahead. Of course, we we've been talking about in the last well, this episode in the last episode with Kobe Bryant. So my man Trey Young, he didn't change his jersey number, but he played in uh number eight for to represent for Kobe. But Spencer didn't will Witty actually changed his number from eight to 26 him and then it was rumored that uh terrence ross was going back to number 31 the same number that he wore in toronto but i didn't see any confirmations on him but then we uh definitely changed his to uh, 26 quinn cook um from the la lakers actually changed his number as well to 28 which is two and eight so two for gg and number eight for uh for kobe when we i was still talking about kobe the lakers play the first game at the Staples Center since oh, he passed yeah, Friday, um, the thirty first, and they did a really, 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 really good tribute to uh Kobe. Um, one thing they did, they put Kobe Lakers shirts on all the chairs, either with number twenty four or eight for all the fans. The two seats that Gigi and Kobe last sat in, um, at the Staples Center, they put a Kobe jersey as well as Gigi's Mamba jersey on the seats with roses which is really sweet usher sang um amazing grace which and was boys to man boys to man sang the uh national anthem mm-hmm. it was really touching another thing that i thought was really really sweet when they announced all the players they all came out as kobe right what they would say if kobe were to come out and then lebron delivered a speech which i think i have here so you can get a clip it shit the speech that they had for kobe Watching him up close, all the battles that we had throughout my career, the one thing that we always shared is that determination to just want to win and just want to be great. And the fact that I'm here now means so much to me. I want to continue along with my teammates to continue his legacy, not only for this year, for as long as we can play the game of basketball that we love, because that's what Kobe Bryant will want. So in the words of Kobe Bryant, Mamba out, but in the words of us, not forgotten. Live on, brother. So it was a very, very emotional tribute um just to watch the players you saw a lot of them breaking down uh LeBron cried a little bit um they they played the trailblazers and they did go on to lose by eight my man Dane Dallas showed up and showed up um he said hey listen I get y'all going through things but I'm gonna represent Kobe by playing like Kobe and he, he destroyed them guys. Like, it was bad. It was bad. So It wasn't that bad. It 
I didn't like the fact that people was sitting on the Lakers like y'all should have won that. People take grief differently. Like for instance, Carmelo wasn't even there. Right. It was rumored allegedly that Kobe told him told Carmelo that he was gonna come to that game. Obviously, it, unfortunately, he didn't make it. But people take grief differently. They were literally in tears. If your mental is not in the right state, you you gonna be a little off. They did the next game. They played the Kings. I'm trying to pull it up. They that was, wasn't even a game. That was more. That was practice. But they they scored like 24 points in the first eight minutes or something like that. It was something along the lines of Kobe numbers so um I, I definitely think the Lakers will go on to do really good this season they yeah, are definitely the contenders the to right win the championship they're number one in the west they've been number one in the west all season long yeah they got um, 37 and 11 and then the Clippers right behind them at 34 and 15 Oh, they Warriors. they pulled up because they was fourth. They got they second now. Oh, the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, they thirty four and fifteen. Nuggets is thirty four and sixteen, and and what's the Jazz, Lakers again? Thirty seven and eleven. Okay, so they got. Uh, four games um but on the east good lord have you seen the bucks record they 42 and 7 wow yeah i i didn't know they 42 and 7 and toronto 36 and 14 celtics is 33 and 15 i really think Giannis might get that that mvp trophy two times in a row that's some that's some crazy numbers man 42 and 7 but oh, I'm sorry. I just I was just shy. I'm sorry. What was you saying? I just think the loss of Kobe Bryant have definitely hit hard. I know that All Star is coming up in a few weeks, mm-hmm. and I know that they're gonna do an amazing tribute for Kobe because I already know that their one team is wearing eight jerseys and one team is wearing twenty four jerseys. I know that was announced. I don't. I think Team LeBron is wearing eight, or vice versa. I can't remember. But yeah, we're just again R.I.P. To Kobe, his daughter, and everyone else on a helicopter. Also, in uh, NBA news, the NBA actually partnered with uh, Louis Vuitton. So, well, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, however y'all want to call it. So, the Larry O'Brien trophy is now being carried around in the Louis case. Who team over them? The NBA? NBA. They got an exclusive Larry O'Brien trophy, the NBA trophy. Mm Mm-hmm. Is being carried in the Louis case, so they stepping out. Uh, speaking of Louis bags, your boy Mayweather was at the at the Super Bowl, looking like sword. a straight luggage, <laughs> like with all the compartments. <laughs> Listen, I Floyd first he had that that big ass Chanel purse for him. Not he just bought it just to buy it because he was going off of uh off a of little baby song. You can have the biggest Chanel and the stuff if you want it. And he went out and bought it. And I just listen, Floyd, you fifty. All right, act like it. Act like it. You trying to keep up with these young guys, you you look crazy. McGregor actually had a fight like a few weeks ago and he won. I was kinda hoping he'd get his noodles knocked, but he won. <laughs> I don't like dude, man. Ever since that little that BS he did at the bar where he snuffed that old man. I was just like, whatever. And oh, let's get into some local stuff. So we was at the movies uh watching Jumanji and in the previews, they had showed the short film Hair Love. Yeah, what, so what, what did you think about that? thought it was very touching. It hit differently for me, but I thought it was it was really good. It showed just the, the acceptance at a young age of our natural hair. Um, I love how the natural hair is shifting, and it's been shifted for, for many years now, where it's celebrated to wear your natural hair. More people are wearing their natural hair over um, anything else, and I think that's great. I mean, myself, it took me a while to kind of embrace my natural hair. Um, I didn't, I wasn't getting any chemicals, but I would constantly straighten it, just wearing it straight. Right. That was the only way I knew how to wear it. Well, I want to say a good year now, been rocking them curls. I've been rocking my natural curl, and hey, I think girl. it's great. Curl. to get in touch with my curl pattern how to how to control it how to style it understanding it so yeah i think it's great it took a turn that i wasn't expecting because like one i like how it all came together uh i guess i don't i guess i'll give it away i mean if you haven't seen it it's only like five six minutes i think or it could have been longer but it felt like it was like five or six minutes but how the little girl she was on youtube i'm assuming and 
the lady was doing tutorials so for her she wanted to learn how to do a certain style the lady that she was watching on youtube ended up being her mom so apparently her and her mom did youtube tutorials on how to do natural hairs i was like oh man her mom passed and now the dad's just taken away and for them to like at the end show the mom i was like oh i was not expecting that so that was definitely a a good short clip and so shout out shout out to them and that was really good because i remember speaking on it a while back when they was nominated for the academy awards so for them to show it in here in st louis was pretty dope other news this idiot from chicago chicago rapper young qc gets 99 years in prison paying his friend to kill his mother so they could collect her life insurance money and the gunman gets a hundred years so apparently he's a popular youtube star so wait they killed his mom or his friend's mom no his mom he paid the friend to kill his mom so they can collect on her life insurance money and i was just like really found and people was in the comments was like it's sad because the only person that's gonna come and put money in your books is when, dead yeah you know your mama. like i was just like yo that's that's fucking stupid and people was just saying how they don't care how much money it is they wouldn't kill their mom but that's these that's these young people man oh you know what i forgot super bowl this man was napping at the super bowl like i'm talking about like passed out sleep and he was just saying that's the most expensive nap that you can ever take and of course with supposed come great commercials planners introduced baby nut what? that was that was trending on twitter i was like what what is going on here twitter so i clicked on it and apparently they introduced Baby Nut. And of course, people start comparing uh Baby Nut, Baby Groot, and Baby Yoda. And so this guy said, I would roast Baby Nut over an open fire made of Baby Groot's corpse to nourish Baby Yoda if the opportunity presented itself. Everybody's rolling with Baby Yoda still, so they don't care about Groot or Baby Nut. What does Baby Nut look like? <laughs> That's nuts. It's crazy. <laughs> I love Groot. <laughs> but yeah, uh Twitter weighed in and of course Baby Yoda's still still the winner of that. And uh, not such celebrity news. Apparently rapper G Easy and Meg the Stallion bruh. is a thing now. That you know what they remind what couple they remind me of, bruh. What? From is it road trip? The skinny white oh, dude. Yeah, and, and that the, big tall black girl. Yeah. Yo, hey, I'm finna tweet that. I know exactly what you talking That's about. That's what they remind me of, bro. It was <laughs> like watching her lay on the bed and him kiss her cheek. He's like licking the foundation off her face. It was uncomfortable to watch. That dude looked like he's into some weird things in the bedroom. So yeah, that's even her head size next to him, like her hand when she covers the neck is huge over his body. It's weird. Hey, but do you? Some people just saying it's definitely probably a publicity stunt. They may got like a song or something coming out. Ah, uh, you think so? I don't know. She whatever she's into. So <laughs> it was a tweet go around. That's a, third day into black history one and this is what you do <laughs> so yeah they was in the club originally turned up i don't know where that went how that went um but yeah that's what happened yeah that was that's a weird combination but hey i mean it is what it is i don't uh, really know g easy you say you don't i'll listen to his music so he makes some he makes some good music he makes some great music also he's a drug addict i know that for sure in tragic news, it's been brought to my attention that the star of the new movie Harley Quinn isn't the same one from My Name is Earl. Oh my God. So I'm going to need a second. I legit thought that was her. You are ridiculous. And I, when, I, when they seen it, I was like, oh, so in other news so after because let it go bro you the only moment. one heartbroken over that because everyone else knew after the super bowl last night season three of the mass singer yes. um premiere and i watched it's actually my first time watching it um i just wanted to see it because i heard about the show all the time i never watched it glad i did and the singer that was kicked off was the robot mm-hmm. and the robot was the one and only lil wayne and i called it 
he did call it he was like that's Lil Wayne uh, so that was amazing so I end up going back and watching season two I'm actually watching now and it's a really interesting show I like it I think it was a good idea they got a very interesting panel up there it's a mixed thing um so yeah I actually like it uh, yeah, it's a good it's a good way to revamp that whole singing competition show and i feel like getting celebrities who won you wouldn't even expect to do it is pretty dope to me like like you said with lil wayne i wouldn't expect them to, to do something like that but that's that's pretty cool but it was like with the facts with the clues on how i knew it was him because at first i said that it might be kevin hart because the height but then as he start singing i'm like no nah, that's lil wayne you because lil wayne used auto-tune so with them mixing his voice and everything i can still hear lil wayne in that and then all the clues made sense they brought up uh the fire truck and skateboard in the video Lil Wayne's into skateboarding and with the fire truck he had a song off the car to call Fireman and then the scale of course Lil Wayne's a Libra so it just all clicked for me and I was and everybody knew that it was a dead giveaway and everybody said that that was Lil Wayne so and of course his album just dropped so why wouldn't it be Lil Wayne and it's 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 a it's a nice decent body of work it is it was it was a I'm here's my thing I haven't listened to Carter Five, and here's why. Uh, I thought we started listening to it, but it was a lot of whining. I just was, I was over it, man. By the time it came out, it was like, yo, who the, who cares? Move on. Like, so when he came out with this album, of course, coming off the whole not showing up to concerts and everything, and then of course the stunt he pulled here. Uh, canceling his performance at the concert. Yeah, the issue at a hotel. Yeah, because he was smoking in the room. I wasn't really caring for this album, but after hearing it, it was it was a really good album. It was a really good album. So uh, the funeral, it was dope. It was it was a ton of songs on there. Uh, it was it's not one of those classic Carter albums, but it was way better because it was less Lil Wayne whining on this. That's why I stopped listening to Lil Wayne. Cause he was once he got introduced to Auto Tune, he was just crying and whining on every track and talking about drugs and and pussy. <laughs> I was just like, yo, all right, man, next. But on this one, he he really he really switched it up and kind of got back to that old Wayne flow that that we used to. So shout out to him. Um. Also, over the past weekend, um, Javante Davis, which is <laughs> uh, first off, you need to say his name correctly. It's Javante Turner, not Davis. <laughs> <laughs> um. So basically, it was an incident. It was an event because obviously it was Super Bowl weekend, so it's a lot of events in Miami where he is seen pulling his baby mama up by the collar of her jacket, pull her out of the event in broad daylight. I don't want to laugh. But this is why I love Twitter. So when that happened, everybody instantly broke down that video and went in on the dude next to him. Because in the video, when Javante Turner grabbed grabbed her up by her her shirt, the dude next to him, like, got the fuck out of Dodge. Like, he he was like, all right, I'm going to head out. And everybody, like, went in. On him for saying that. He made a statement and said, I have never once hit her. Yeah, I was aggressive and told her, come on. That's the mother of my child. I would never hurt her. Other than that, happy New Year's. January was trash. Uh, Brother, if you did that in public with multiple people there, I mean thousands of people, there's like no end to probably what you do behind bar, behind closed doors. I said behind bars, that's what your ass need to be at. <laughs> But yeah, it was ridiculous. It should have been handled better. You just like manhandled her. So yeah, uh, she has not spoke on it. So we see where that story takes us. Sad news. I don't know if you was a fan of the hockey movie Mighty Ducks. I've seen it before. I know. Yeah. So the actor, uh, Sean Wise or Weeze, he ain't doing good. All right. It's a picture circulating on the internet showing him, I guess this is mugshot. And I don't get what happened. Have you seen this? Yeah, he's on drugs. It's just like all that money, though. He was in the Mighty Ducks, all three of them. He was also in Heavyweights with Kenan Thompson. He was also in Drill Bit, which I didn't know that. He was in uh, Drill Bit Taylor. And he played in among some other stars, but... That that hurt my heart, man. 
I, I grew up watching those um, movies. I, unfortunately, that this happens a lot with kid stars. Yes, as you um, can see with Orlando Brown. And I think it's because they are the breadwinners at a young age in the house. Mm-hmm. So um, that being it, I think it's more so it's so like a pressure thing because now you have to take care of a family. Pressure and shit when them when them roles stop coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You used to because you're a child star. You used to everybody want want to do for something for you, and you used to getting these roles. And then once you get older, and it, it shifts, it's like you know you start really realizing who was there for you and who wasn't there for you, man. And this is a sad situation. And it, I think they started a um a GoFundMe. A fundraiser for the Mighty Duck store. Let me see how it's doing. So yeah, so the the goal is to get twenty five thousand dollars. Right now they're at seven thousand two hundred and thirty five dollars. But yeah, man, that, that's sad. I I hate to see a star like that. Which I'm be honest, I actually forgot about him. I haven't seen him in a in a little minute. So you know, so I I can definitely understand once you out of that public eye. Cause hell. People do it that ain't famous, just like these internet people. You know, once they get that attention, they they basically down there ready to kill themselves to get some more attention. So that that is that is sad news that his his life ended. Well, not ended, but went down that route. So if you guys remember last episode, I talked about Pastor Troy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and his comments about Lil Nas X, mm-hmm. um, what he was to the Grammys and bringing up dudes eating mozzarella sticks at Applebee's and all this other stuff. So he went on to do a I don't know why, but a radio, of course, interview with the show Morning Hustle. Um, it's a morning uh, talk show. Um, and this is what he had to say. Say that he likes men. I don't even, I don't even put that thought in my mind. I don't even put that into the atmosphere. That's what people need to learn, how to be all in control and demand other thoughts and command things instead of praying on them. I command my son to be, grow up to be a man. I command that. And I thank God for believing in me and trusting so in your, God in for your, it to happen. In your eyes, are you saying that when you see a gay man, he's not, that makes him less of a man because no, I'm talking he's about gay? my son going to be a heterosexual black man. But, but there's some things you can't control right. because like i mean because like so you say that you can't control but, too but, but, i'm there i'm putting into his life i'm being an example for him he's but, watching me but troy there are a lot of people there ain't no buts about my household okay and you control that about my joy you control that soldier style soldier style you and we don't that. play that over there but here's the thing in the, in the troy household. there's been so many cases pastor troy of people having something pressed upon that's them that's them. not about them and, and they, they hide go. it and that's them I thank God that I don't have to deal with that. And not- no, but really, but say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Billy Porter is now commenting, as well as Little Nas X, basically saying that there's always been homophobe- homophobia, am I saying it right, in no hip-hop. Homopho- I don't have... Do you consider... Yeah, so you don't think that you're I'm not, homophobic. I'm not, I'm not homophobic at all. You know what I mean? Much as I trip out with Gary with the T over the... I've yeah. been doing this for 20 years. This is the first time we're having this conversation about me. But that's yeah, like saying I have a black friend if you're a white, no, like, No, 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 <laughs> 20 years I've been in this rap game. I done took more pictures with gays, transvestites, all of that, man, because it's my not my concern, you know what I mean, what you are, what you do, you know what I mean? You like the music, take a picture, that's fine. Just because I took a picture with this gay person don't mean I... I hate that. Like, I hate when people say something to get, like, that shock value and then try to explain it like, oh, no, I'm not saying... That I I got an issue with them, but I, you know it's just I don't I don't like it in my household. But I'm not saying that I got I I like my fans that's gay. I'll take a picture with them and everything. I don't have nothing against it. You're contradicting yourself, man. You literally just the the whole statement itself started from I don't like what we're showing. I don't like how they producing how they portraying black men masculinity in the media of course with the grammys uh Lil Nas X and billy porter now that i'm thinking about it was the only black dudes that they showed and there was a lot of black dudes there like i didn't even see offset and cardi b go down the uh, runway offset, red carpet yeah the red, the red carpet <laughs> i didn't see the baby going down the red carpet either and it's a video of him talking about if he don't bring home a grammy he fucking he gonna take home somebody bitch so <laughs> 
<laughs> you need to worry about this new lawsuit you finna get. So, but yeah, it's like now I get what he's saying with with the first message of because that is a great a great thing. Is like you didn't show no other black people outside of Lizzo, Billy Porter, and Lil Nas X. But it was hella the black people, black dudes there in particular. In, uh, in particular, it was hella the black dudes there. And if they wasn't uploading it on a social media or like some lower level blogs, but like the actual channel, uh, what it came on channel four. Now the Grammys, they show all the pictures on their website. Well, that's on their website, but on the on the actual red carpet that showed on TV in front of everybody, they only showed. Billy Porter and Lil Nas X walking down the uh the runway. Unless I missed it, cause I I wasn't fully invested. The red carpet was saying runway. Is it all the same? It was uh, runway. Okay, neither here nor there. What I don't like about this, your his son may not be gay, and that's a hundred percent fine. Mm. But if he was if he was gay, he wouldn't tell you. Um, exactly. You put out this was you have a problem with it. Um because it is not in your household like i'm tired of having this conversation you're homophobic and there's no way around it you can't say i don't have a problem with it do you know whatever you do is what you do but then you turn around my son i demand him to be a heterosexual strong man and i'm just like so now only now you feel this way you teaching your son to feel this way so he's going to project that energy out and it's going to be a, a reviving cycle of this negative energy going out because that's what you're teaching your kids he sounds stupid and i hate that anybody's giving him any kind of life to it i hate because who why this is the only reason why you get interviews because ain't nobody checking for pastor troy there's is no he putting out music though. No, that's what I'm saying. Why the fuck are you even talking about this is why you weren't getting a Grammy? You ain't had no music out since the nine nine two thousands. So what the <laughs> like why are you even why is are you even commenting on anything? That let Lil Nas X dress and do what he wanna do. On that note, we're gonna go um, ahead and I got one more. Oh, what's up? So as we know, we talked about in the last episode, Diddy and the speech he gave uh-huh. at a uh, party before because he got some he was honored for a award and mace which is like one of his biggest artists other than biggie biggie caught him out for uh not paying him and his other artists and this is what he had to say at diddy i heard your grammy speech about how you are now for the artist and how and about how the artist must take back control so i will be the first to take initiative also before we ask for other races to do us right we should do us as black people better especially the creators i heard you loud and clear when you said that you are now for the artists and to that my response is if you want to see change you can make a change today by starting with yourself your past business practices knowingly how continue purposely starving your artists and been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain the icon award in the iconic bad boy label for example you still got my publishing from 24 years ago in which you gave me 20k which makes me never want to work with you as an artist wouldn't after you know someone is robbing you and tarnishing your name when you don't want to comply with his horrendous business model however people would always ask what's up with mace so i would be forced to still perform to not look crazy when i was getting peanuts and the robbery would continue so many great moments and the people's lives and music were lost but again i rode with you in the face of death without flinching and you still wouldn't do right. I never said anything because I wanted to wait until I was financially great so I can ensure that I am addressing this from a pure place and not from out of spite. To add insult, you keep screaming black excellence and love but I know love isn't free. So I offered you two million in cash just a few days ago to sell me back my publishing as his biggest artist alive that also shows you respect for you giving me an opportunity at 19 years old your response was if i can match what the european guy offered him that would be the only way i can get it back or else i can wait until i'm 50 years old and it will revert back to me from when i was 19 years old you bought it for about 20k i offered you 20 million cash this is not black excellence at all when our own race is enslaving us if it's about us owning it can't be about us owning each other 
no more hiding behind love you changed give the artists back their money so they can take care of their families i have a clip it just to give you a reminder of what diddy said say to the grammys and, and i changed my name then my middle name to love so it's showing love combs now I didn't, you don't have to call me a different name it's an added on name if you want to call me love so i say this with love to the grammys um because you really need to know this every year y'all be killing us man man i'm talking about the pain i'm speaking for all the artists here the producers the executives the, the amount of time that it takes to make these records to pour your heart out into it and you just want to even play In the great words of Erica Badu, we are artists and we are sensitive about our shit. That is what Mace had to say on that. If you ain't know that Diddy be getting over from outside looking in, you, I could see the shit. Yeah, we said that. I mean, hell, who was that? Jock, Jeezy. Yeah, Young Jeezy said that Diddy, when they came out with Boys in the Hood video, he said he got a bill from Diddy for being in the video and charged him for the Rose Royce. Nobody asked man. you to be in the video. I used to hate <laughs> watching them videos and be like, why is Diddy in this video? Like, there's no need for you. He would be in all his artists' video, and ain't nobody asked you to be there, bro. Um, like, so. how can you charge your artists? For being in a video for Mace to do all the music that he did and only get 20000 for it. That's just like how the porn star, is it is it Mia, Mia Khalifa or something like that? She's a she's a huge porn star. She only got paid like twelve grand for the scenes that she did. It was it it was not a lot of money, but yet they still making like thousands of dollars off of her name and her likeness. Like they got a website out and everything that she has no control over. That's why I tell you, I read everything that before you sign it. Don't let these people working there rush y'all into reading it or make y'all feel bad that y'all reading that shit read in between them lines because without reading you will mess yourself over i got out of plenty of things by reading you remember that that timeshare thing that we had signed up for a good thing i read that contract because i found a clause to get me up out of there and get my money back so it, it's always better to read everything before signing but all those records and he only got twenty thousand dollars for it here it is today you offering him two million dollars that's crazy man hey prince said it best don't he don't work with nobody who don't own a masters okay before we get in the topic i also just want to say congratulations to sierra and russell wilson they oh, yeah, are they, announcing they uh, did announce it they announced that they are um having baby number three so congratulations to them and uh that Sierra prayer is working really good. The who? The Sierra prayer. Everybody was asking about the Sierra prayer. She was What's she that? was in that future royal of his lies and deception, all that drama. What? She got up out of that. Hey, don't this future. Right? Hey, you should let's continue on with the we ain't gonna even talk about that. So topic of the day. Let's move on. All right, so topic of the day, we're going to get, since, you know, let's let's start Black History off right, uh, marketing to the Black demographics. This is something that gets under my skin because I do see a lot of stupid tactics that these companies do. I don't know if everybody's, like, in an uproar like I am, but, like, it really gets under my skin. So, for instance, of course, we all know Beyonce and Adidas dropped the Ivory Park collaboration that sold out in minutes. Two weeks later... I don't, even, I don't even believe it was two weeks, but Popeyes dropped a a line. What what do you mean? They they dropped a clothing line that looked exactly like the Ivory Park collaboration. But it was Popeyes on there. Why? From the, Why do you want the jackets to the little jumpsuit that you was talking about? The, the socks with the heels. Everything. Popeyes? Why do you want why do they need a clothing line? I don't see Chick-fil-A out here with no clothing line. Forget why do they need it. Why did it sell out is the question. And it was cheaper than Ivy Park. Did they have plus size? No. Huh. That's the that's what I said. <laughs> I'm just um, saying if they had plus size, baby, you know, 
how can you as a company the sizes range from small to extra large <laughs> your your company itself sells i'm pretty sure it's the big people that support you know and me personally i don't i don't like popeyes i can care less about it again with the whole chicken sandwich debacle where niggas was going crazy for y'all to do this photo shoot and sell these clothes y'all popeyes uniforms I, I, it bothers me. It bothers me because it's, it's legit sold out. It's only one item left and that's like a jacket. I think it's a women's jacket. Uh, they still got a full size run, uh, but that's embarrassing, man. Of course, with the Super Bowl that just happened, uh, who was that? TurboTax. They, they <laughs> Super Bowl commercial. It was from New Orleans bounce music and it's being more mainstreamed now than ever. TurboTax did it. And then uh, what's the guy, Big Frida? Or, you know, I'm talking about from New Orleans. Yeah. He was just in another commercial. I forgot what commercial that was, though. But I, I don't like it. And it really, it really gets under my skin that people market it to us like that and think it's cool. Like, the... The lawyer that keeps dropping these Grammy Award winning. That's the worst tapes. ones. The lawyers out here, they <laughs> on these radios making got the rap. They got to rap. They feel like they have to rap what they trying to sell to get that demographic. And I don't like that because it was the same law firm that we hear here in St. Louis. We were in Miami or something or Arizona. No, it was in Arizona. And it was the same law firm. And totally totally different. different they were just talking regular so and it wasn't an urban radio so when they feel like on a urban radio stations they sell them this we we don't say urban remember tyler the creator said urban is another way of saying niggas so the black radio stations they sell you oh it gotta be hip-hop it gotta be rap because i had also seen on facebook they were sharing like a law firm's like sale tactics on facebook mm. and it was just like if you got baby mama drama or your baby daddy ain't. And I'm just like, y'all laughing at this shit? Like, it's mad disrespectful yeah, it is. that they have this persona. This is the only way we can get black people to shop with us. It's so disrespectful. Like, we don't we don't have the mind frame to listen to a regular advertisement and know if we want to work with them. The car dealerships is also a bad one. It's just annoying. Oh, that one at... That green light auto where they be like prices is like I think it say prices are good makes you want to slap your mama and I was like it's like the chilling circuit like yeah this is how we we gonna get get them in and I don't like it um I just feel like it's mad disrespectful absolutely and it plays on our intelligence um that that is the only thing that will stand out. Even when they're doing like the important health shit, the health, I mean, like, the healthcare <laughs> girl, what girl? And yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, you can't have a regular conversation. Like, who the fuck talk like that first all the time? Off, the lady in the commercial was like, yeah, they they real Gucci. I'm like, first off, no one <laughs> in 2020 is using the word Gucci anymore. And, and I get it, you know what I'm saying? You getting paid to do it, but. I just felt like it was disrespectful, just like in that TurboTax commercial using the New Orleans Bounce. They was like, it was like three black people in this commercial. Rest of it, majority white. They and had an Indian couple in there. That was a diversity. Mm. I'm just, I'm just, this is, <laughs> this is in the boardroom. This is, this, this, when they're pitching this shit, this is somebody in there that say, we had an Asian person in there. Yeah. We had an Indian. So, you know, it was diverse. We had diversity. Like, I, the mistakes that these companies are making with these advertisements is beyond ridiculous to me. Like, why are we making these same mistakes in 2020? Like, it's mad disrespectful that this is the first thing that come to mind. You're like, we need to promote to black people. This is what we gonna do. If it was my radio station, I don't care how much money, I'm not. It's just doubt. It's degrading to me. It, um, it, that's the word for it. That's the word I'm it's looking very, for. Very degrading. It's degrading. The way they promote and to black that people. It's, it's, it's just disrespectful and there's no way around it. Why can't we just do regular promotions? When you do a promotions, you have them doing it in this slang talk, this like Ebonics. Like we can't have adult conversations. Here's the thing. Uh, white Nobody talks like that. All black people ain't struggling. 
Okay, all all black people ain't from ain't ain't in the hood, and just like that insurance commercial, I hate that they playing on the stereotype that all black people don't have insurance or they dropping insurance because it's too much. I hate that they write on this, but still, you don't have to bring it up in your in your marketing. Like I that to this day, and when I hear the commercial, I get offended not only because of them promoting how they promoting it but the girl in the commercial complaining about paying 125 dollars a month for insurance and i'm just like bitch i wish i could pay 125 dollars a month for insurance we paying what 220 to 230 and it was at a point in time where i was paying like 300 and 300 something dollars for insurance so 125 sign me up paying 220 that that's still too much for me it really grinds my gear that like you said they have a meeting on all right let's let's get this marketing to this demographic this is the approach that i want to take and people okay this they sign off on this they really think it's okay like yeah we got one with this one like i get it some of it is all fun and games it'd be different if like with the lawyer commercial uh, that'd be dropping these uh, Grammy Award winning mixtape. It'd be different if it was a black lawyer doing it. Be like, all right, he doing it for fun and games. That's a dope way. But for it to be a white law firm having this black dude make these albums, they even bring the look, they even brought like a kid's version into it. And I, I cut it off every time. Like I don't even let them get like three words in before I clip it. Cause it's, it's just, it's a disgrace, man. It's a disgrace to me as a black person. I don't want to hear the advertising because I know if I change to a different radio station where they paying pop music or country music i know i wouldn't hear that same advertisement on that radio station it'd be the same company you know what now that i think about it i don't even hear them promoting two other demographics so I, at this point i feel like y'all taking advantage of the black community by making that y'all niche market and the way y'all going about it it's like all right we gonna reel these niggas in with this jingle let's let's get them on the line here and we'll just make our money off of them it's just like with any other company you know what I'm saying? It's, it's really embarrassing you know that's that's how they look at us and that they okay with promoting the way they promote to us do better that's all i can say <laughs> uh when you want to promote to the african-american world do some research and not just think that oh we're gonna we're gonna have this black guy rap on the beat or we're gonna have this this girl have a conversation and she talking ebonics and ghetto and like do better is all i can say it really gets under my skin that this is how they think they can they can sell to us or portray to us it's ridiculous Thanks. that's how i feel so let us know down in the comment section uh, culture and things the podcast uh let us know how, how you feel about it we will see you guys in the next episode next week we're going to be talking about frost breaks oh <laughs> man okay <laughs> so that'll be on the next episode <laughs> and again we do appreciate you guys for tuning in to the culture and things podcast episode i am your host Bud. and i am amazing jay peace we out